0: michael never trust a model prisoner
1: why not ed why not <laughs> the model happens, prisoners
0: the model prisoners are always the ones they're always the ones that screw you
1: <laughs> maybe if they're like super genius criminals like super science criminals even if they're on their best behavior, it's probably because they're trying to manipulate you. Like, I think there are model prisoners that you probably could trust, but not ones who are capable of of, of engineering genius.
0: Well, especially if you're, if you're and, and if they are, let's say you have an engineering genius in your prison mm-hmm. and you decide, you know what, this guy is such a model prisoner we well, you need to give this guy something. Why don't you put him in charge of like the library or maybe put him <laughs> in charge of like um, I don't know, overseeing the basketball games, but don't put him in charge of the machine shop where he can use his mechanical genius to recreate his like terror crime attacks.
1: You think that, you know, you probably like it had to cross their minds. And so either they just, they trust that he's he's turned over a new leaf in prison and won't try to create a machine to help him escape the prison, or they're going to have someone watching him. Somebody, somebody with the ability to understand, um, what he might be doing with the equipment so if he's if he kind of starts to veer off and start to build something that might he might be able to use to say in this case fly away from prison um they would jump in and say whoa whoa, whoa you're 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 actually not not just fixing the laundry machine here you're you're building something that that uh is, is 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 disallowed because we don't want you to to use it to escape or to build a gun and shoot us but yeah. they did and, nothing and, in this case they did neither no, of that in this case
0: and, and and i'll give you number three is that okay you have this model prisoner who. Up in his previous life as a criminal, developed a flying device. It was flying around New York City, and not only do you put him in charge of the machine shop, but then you put him in a prison that doesn't have a roof. And so when he does build his flying device, he just <laughs> flies away.
1: Yeah, and so so for our listeners, we're ta- we're obviously talking about the vulture, which everyone's heard um, escape from prison, and it's it's so mind-boggling that the prison officials would first of all let this happen again because this isn't the first super criminal, super science criminal who's been able to escape from jail and secondly when you it, the vultures uh activities were well known i mean he was able to fashion a personal flying device that you could probably hide under a, uh, a trench coat or like in this case prison garments like about uh, bulky prison garments i mean it's it's pretty pretty obvious what he what his plan was going to be
0: yeah and, and so anyway he 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 just, he escaped he used the same ammo the the, the wizard did before him um and uh it's interesting. We we have talked about on this show about people like the vanisher who has the, have the ability mm. to teleport and it's a natural ability that seems to be intrinsic inside him or the molecule man who can change the molecules of anything, including jail cells. And I don't know how you would hold these people, but when someone's superpowers are reliant on a device, all you have to do is not allow them to get access to things that allow them to build devices.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So here they 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 let that happen and we have now we have another super criminal escaped and as I guess as per his 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 plan from before he used his ability this you know this this amazing flying personal flying device to you know commit robberies in in New York City and fortunately yet again Spider Man was able to um, to take him down.
0: Yeah so, yeah so he was taken was taken out by Spider Man I think what's interesting about this particular takedown is the Vulture decided to steal. The um, the payroll from from the Daily Bugle. The Daily Bugle is a newspaper again that we've talked about on here before. That seems to be very very anti Spider Man. Uh, maybe the Vulture thought that if he went after the Daily Bugle, Spider Man would leave him alone because da- <laughs> Spider Man doesn't care if the <laughs> Daily Bugle goes under.
1: Yeah, but but it also looked like the like the Vulture from what all the, the reporting that we've seen was ready for Spider Man because he was able to like hand Spider Man his butt right. Like he was able to defeat him. Um, which led to like a, humili- a humiliating defeat with Spider Man. He was able, Spider Man was able to come out on top later. But um, it would you think that maybe he was, uh, maybe he was thinking he was. I think he was planning to run into Spider Man at some point. Yeah, he I, planned I, for I, or maybe I, I, maybe he's so, so countermeasured I, I think
0: hey, let, let's go through the order so I think I think this is this is important with the the, t- the timeline here of what happened is vulture escapes soon mm-hmm. after escaping he is it's been starts stealing from jewelry store jewelry showrooms um they were chased by police helicopters and so on around the city but he managed to uh, elude the police he doesn't elude Spider-Man. Spider-Man, he battles with Spider-Man on top of the city um, and he does win. He, he beats Spider-Man. Spider-Man crashes down. People thought that Spider-Man might even be, might be dead after his attack fight mm-hmm. with the Vulture. Um, Vulture's still at large. Then the Vulture attacks the Daily Bugle, uh, goes and tries to steal things from the Daily Bugle and Spider-Man kind of like returns to get his revenge, I guess, and, uh, mm-hmm. um, and defeats the Vulture the second time.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and... Um... But I guess then that that leads to the next question after the defeat is what are they going to do with them? <laughs> are they going to put him in another another open air prison and let him work in the machine shop.
0: Well, I, hope, I, I I would think not. Like it feels like, hey, you can get fool like even the wizard. The wizard escaped from prison twice. The first time he escaped using his model prisoner technique, but the second time he escaped because somebody from the outside basically broke him out. And it feels yeah. like, hey, now that you've used that model model prisoner like idea, um. I sue. Like, I can't imagine a prison warrant warden is going to let himself get away with that twice.
1: Yeah, and and the next question I have is at some point, given that these we have these super powered individuals or super people with super suits like the Vulture, um, at some point aren't we going to have to like start considering that there might be? You probably don't want to send them to a regular prison because they're either too smart for the prison. Like in this case, even the Vulture wasn't even the, even the Vulture wasn't the model prisoner. Um, at some point, maybe he would have been able to use his scientific genius to fashion some kind of device to break out. Um, if he's because he's being treated by going to a regular prison like any regular prisoners. And so, at some point, are they not going to build a super powered prison? And who's going to fund that?
0: Yeah, I, yeah. I assume that that's in the plan. Maybe, maybe that's part of the, the Department of Special Affairs that that uh, we've we've heard about. Right. We don't know exactly what they're doing. They seem to be working with superhumans. It feels like um, they found some way to contain the Vanisher. Presumably, they'll, like again, I don't know if someone like the Vulture needs a special prison. All it needs is like a, a, a prison warden with a brain.
1: <laughs> well, that's the first step. And then let's talk also, Ed, about what happened um, in the fight. Uh, it, it, this is, uh, I think it, the reporting came out of the Bugle itself. But after the fight, Spider-Man apparently assaulted uh, um, J. Jonah Jameson, the publisher of the Daily Bugle.
0: That's right. I get. Right. I, 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 well, you can call it an assault or not, but he 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 took his like webbing that he's able to create from his wrists, his spider webbing, and he uh, um, he well he, he shot uh, uh Jay Jonah Jameson with it and, and 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 muzzled him. He cu- covered up his mouth so that he could no longer talk. He could still breathe. I, I don't think he he blocked his his nose or anything, but he uh he definitely made it so that J. Jonah Jameson could not could not yell at him.
1: Well, I mean, so first of all, it's it assault is a threat of of. of- of, uh, battery really, really. And battery is, is actually touching somebody without consent, right? So it's an assault and a battery What happened here. Um, and so it definitely was a crime, but at the same time, you can almost see where Spider-Man's coming from. Not that I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging people to, uh, to resort to physical violence, even though that's what these vigilantes are doing. Um, but you can sort of see that he's there's some frustration. I mean, Spider-Man has, to my mind, proven, proven himself to be quite a capable hero. I, I know he's he's um, had some terrible press, but mainly from J. Jonah Jameson um, and no one else, because people are seeing that he actually is putting the work in and trying to um, to, to help you know, at least New Yorkers. And so, but, but no matter what he does, the daily bugle keeps on ragging him, you know, trying to bring him down. So I can see his frustration, where his frustration came from. The problem is A, it's an assault and battery on somebody who's, who you don't like, uh, which is criminal itself. And B, it's it's a member of the press, and so it sends the wrong message to I think um, to journalists and to the world at large that if you don't like the way that you're being covered, even if it's unfair, you're going to resort to physical violence.
0: Yeah, I I think it's it's a it's a, a it's gone too far. I, I've been mm-hmm. the, a defender of Spider Man, but this is extremely inappropriate. Like yeah. we're we're members of the press, so when we go and criticize yeah. Ant Man for running a police state, do we need to worry about Ant Man coming and doing us bodily harm? Um, that's it's it's these guys these these people are, are hey we call them super right they are super powerful people, and if they get the idea that anytime they get bad press they're allowed to go and um, uh, use their superpowers against those pe- those those members of the press like that, that is, even the threat of that is is very dangerous for our society.
1: That's right, and here we have it's it's not even like somebody we know who it is right it's somebody it's a masked individual who you don't even know his identity and so. If I was J. Jonah Jameson after after having been assaulted, I'd probably be nervous. Like it could be anybody that I could run into any day. Somebody who actually committed a physical harm and 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 assaulted me um, could be around the corner. You wouldn't even know because he just might have his mask off. So, it is something that if Spider Man, we we keep on giving out advice to Spider Man on this <laughs> radio show. We're saying first of all, maybe you shouldn't have such a weird costume. Maybe you shouldn't be wearing a mask. Maybe you should be, you know, trying to. to to find a way to get some better press generally Um, but you're not going about the right way on it buddy and you need to to figure it out
0: yeah well hey my next bit of advice for Spider-Man is is stop committing crimes against the press like that feels like that's something he should not be doing
1: that is recommendation numero uno today for sure
0: can we we talk about one more thing before we go today I I, I want to talk about uh, the Vulture's flying device so he was able to rebuild this flying device somehow using that whatever the materials were in the machine shop of his of a prison yeah so so how like we, we don't we still don't know what this technology is or how it works but however it works it doesn't require like I don't know like uranium or like some some, some sort of like exotic materials or something that's only available to like an alien empire that he stole from like a, visiting a mystic temple like he was able to rebuild it from the items in a prison machine shop
1: yeah and so, so it's, it's
0: yes. Yeah, so why why, why can't we get why, like why can't we get more than one of these? Why why can't we start getting more people being able to fly like the vulture?
1: Well, what it is, it, it's potentially revolutionary, right? Much in the same way that but the fantastic car, which the fantastic Four is still not not allowing us to uh, to use or they put into mass market, which I think would be a game changer as well. But it's it's potentially revolutionary because it's it's either working on a very small amount of say fuel like gas that he he's able to to like. To, to, to put into a small device on his body that again, he could probably fit the whole contraption under a, a trench coat. So it's either extremely fuel efficient, um, which is again, revolutionary, um, or it's a special, very efficient battery of some sort, which again is potentially revolutionary. Just think about um, if you could just say, use this technology in, in, in the cars and buses and trains and planes. I mean, you use, use, use a fraction of the fuel in order to like, to, uh, to operate or just transition from gasoline into say some, if it's an electric battery that the vulture is using transition to that. And again, it's like, it would be incredibly compact and have such a, have an incredible amount of fuel. That's or sorry, incredible amount of efficiency that would allow people to just, I suppose, drive around in this car in a simple, a simple charge or fly through the air. And that's, that's not even taking into account the idea that there's a personal flying device that, that you, you can then y- use this power source for.
0: Yeah. I, I, like, so, hey, I, I, I'm the one from the physics background. I can tell you that there's nothing that I've heard of that has the energy density that can do what, what this vulture person is doing. That being mm-hmm. able, like the reason why, like, there, there, there's always been the dream, right, of we, we had like, personal cars that happened. But there's been a dream that we, we're going to get personal flying cars. And that's never happened. And a big mm-hmm. reason it hasn't happened is that the the density of the fuel required in order to have a personal flying device is it's just beyond our technology, beyond the technology f- frontier of what we know of. Well, yeah. the vultures figured it out somehow. And it feels like, hey, put this guy in prison for 40 years, but hey, offer him a uh, halfing his sentence if he can share this technology with the rest of the world.
1: Or Or maybe turn it over to Tony Stark, right, into Stark Enterprises, or Reed Richards or some other science genius to be able to 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 reverse engineer it. I mean, I, okay, I'm not counseling the idea of stealing someone's technology, even if it's a criminal. but um, y- you think that this is something that that you could probably figure out, you would think, just by studying this device. yeah there has. is there,
0: there is a history of that, too, right? If once you know something exists, mm-hmm. it it opens up your eyes to innovation to being able to go and copy it. Once someone can break the four-minute mile, well, now lots of people can break the four-minute mile. Once, right. once something has been demonstrated as definitely... Like, if you had told me a year ago that there was some sort of energy-dense device that allows an individual to fly um, in a, something that size smaller than a backpack without any sort of, like, expellation of fuel, I'd be like, that's impossible. Um, maybe some sort of magical way of doing it, but there's no, like, technological way of doing it. And now here we are a year later when clearly I was wrong, so now that I know that I'm wrong, now, now that everybody knows that I'm wrong, what assumptions do we have about physics that we're getting wrong?
1: That's right. And, but, but here's a question. Do you, what do you think is a, is, a, is a better device or a better flying device? Is it uh, Iron Man's device or the Vulture's? What, what would you rather use? And what do you think is better?
0: Well, I, so Iron Man's device is, is, is it's clearly he's sitting in some sort of like body armor that's heavy. Right. That has um, well, I don't even know if it's heavy or not, but it, it's capable of carrying things. Like, and when the Iron when Iron Man flies, like jets come up beneath him. Like he's he's expelling something. When right. When the vulture right. flies, nothing expels behind him, which makes it a much more con- like, like. Imagine you're sitting in. You want to jump. You you walk out of your front door in the morning and you want to fly off to work. Um, if for the vulture's device that seems really easy and great. If it was Iron Man, like maybe you end up like burning up your front step on like the heat generated. Like so so from like a, an <laughs> yeah. actual like. Day to day, like maybe Iron Man can fly faster than the Vulture, but it feels like from a daily convenience point of view, the Vulture's device is far more effective for like for 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 the rest of us.
1: Well, I think you're, I get that. I think that's, that's a fair point. Now, the next question is: Would you feel safe if, like, not just you were using uh, the Vulture's flying device to get across town, but if like a thousand people were doing it at the same time, flying through the air? Would you well, want? To, would hey, you want to get it up into the air and do that?
0: So, so you, you probably ask people that. Uh, if you ask people that like uh, 60 years ago and said, hey, how would you feel if people could drive in, in these um, horseless carriages going at 60 miles an hour, would you feel safe in that type of world? And the answer would be absolutely not. That's crazy. And yet, right. we do that now all the time because we've designed our society around it. I feel like this, if anything, this is safer than driving in a car at 60 miles an hour on a, on a freeway with like other, car, other, other incompetent humans on the wheels around you.
1: Yeah, no, I hear you. And I think it's just a matter of like figuring it out. So do you have like regulated airways or is there some kind of training you need to do? But uh, my next question is this, would you wear a helmet? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Good, good to hear, Ed. (laughs) I... I, I...